0: Good afternoon.
1: It's September 27th, 2021. You're listening to A Little Column A, A Little Column B, hosted by Will Lehman and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy?
0: What is going on, Will? More and more companies with their their services are going to subscription models. Uh, Really, all of the streaming uh, services are doing it. But there's a restaurant that is going this direction. It is Taco Bell. Taco Bell has come up with the Taco Lover's Pass. That for between five and ten dollars per month, you can get one taco per day for thirty days. Does this interest you? No.
1: No. No. Not at all. First of all, who do you really want to be on a routine that much of eating the same thing every day?
0: I mean, it would for sure be tacos, but it is there are a whole bunch of different taco options.
1: No no that's it that's not a that's not a fun life I think you need more freedom of your your choices of uh food every day i mean it it's just food food could be enjoyable i I think this is a terrible way to enjoy it I don't like the structure of it I don't like the schedule of it I don't like that you've already paid for it and you haven't even gotten the food yet and that you're essentially paying that up front so you miss a day it's, it's like college it's like I got ripped off for breakfast that I paid for with the meal plan i I was never awake for breakfast I don't know why I paid for breakfast it was the only way you could buy the the meal plan there
0: so it. You'd, ha- you'd have to eat like you'd have to, be to eat about six of them to, to make it worthwhile, but it's not, Hey, I'm going to go and you know twice a month and get six tacos or, you know, more than that. It's no, it's only one per day. So you're going to have to go there six times. And I got to imagine if you're making your trek all the way to the, to, to the restaurant, you're not just going to get one taco. Like you're gonna get that one that's part of the subscription service, but then you're also gonna get a drink and you're gonna get two more tacos because one Taco Bell taco is just it's not enough.
1: Man, subsir- subscription-based fast food. What's the next thing? I I can't even fathom what they're gonna try to subscribe to next. I, it's it's too much. This is too much. I'm drawing the line. We can, we gotta we gotta dial it back. I'm already super frustrated that all of my ESPN app notifications for fantasy are always for ESPN Plus. And they just constantly send them, and I always click on. I'm excited because there's normally a good title, or it's a writer that I'm familiar with, or maybe it's about a player that's actually on my team. And every time I click on it, it's like, nope, uh, ESPN Plus must have it. I'm like, well, why do you keep sending me this? Like, you, every time I click on this, I have to be reminded I don't have ESPN Plus. Like, where's the where's the unsubscribe button on that? How how do I turn that off?
0: Well, in similar old man fashion, uh, I have gripes with ESPN plus, And it's similar to yours that when I go into the ESPN watch app, when I want to watch something, it has all of the ESPN plus things that they have. It's like, I don't have ESPN plus, so I, I, I can't watch this stuff. But from their company point of view, I guess it makes sense to let you know, Hey, here's all the things you're missing out on.
1: Yeah, but I don't need to be reminded of the things I'm missing out on. I just need to be reminded. I need the app to send me the notifications about the players that it's not going to be able to play an hour from now. I, I need that notification to still come in. I just don't need every ESPN Plus article being bombarded in every single day because I can't. I need the app. I can't play fantasy without the app. So they, they must
0: be. They must be doing well because they uh, they upped it by ten bucks a month. Or excuse me, no, by by ten months, ten dollars for the year. Uh, last month.
1: Yeah, it's still. I think it's a bigger draw with the the Hulu package. I think they had with, I think it was Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. That I I can see justifying that. I know some people who who own that package, and I could see going that angle of like, all right, well, we're already going to get this and this. What what's the worst thing of having that kind of packaged in? As an individual, uh, if you're not getting that package, I don't see how you can justify paying for ESPN Plus. The the fights that they have access to, I think that was an appealing idea. But the idea that you are just able to then purchase it through that after subscribing to it, that it's not actually provided all the all the UFC fights and I think even some of the boxing stuff. Like so that's that's even more of a drawback. It, there's there's not that there's not that much good content on ESPN to begin with. So there's no reason to make it this exclusive. You're not missing out on anything. You're, you're doing just fine and this is coming from a guy who's describing his fantasy team as a trap game. Like, like <laughs> it's already, it's already week three and I, and I've already said, yes, we're the team that is the trap game. All right. We're, we're the underwhelming. Owen three, but man, are we good? Like you do not want to play me. <laughs> Look out. Watch out. Yeah. Is, is that a, is that a good thing? Like, I can't tell what grieving process I'm at right now. Is if I hit anger yet, is this, are we, are we getting there? Cause I'm starting to get a little frustrated at Owen three. Putting up some really high scores the last couple weeks and and just not getting W's. I, I'm running into guys. I have Cooper Cup in one league and somehow I've managed to play Cooper Cup every week in every other league and he has just destroyed me. So it, it's, it's great in the good. one, but it's it's brutal for all the others. I, I I need to need to dodge some guys. I I don't know how your fantasy year is going, but mine mine is a struggle right now. It it could be it could be going better. For being honest, it could be going better.
0: Uh, I'm I'm floating along, uh, one and two in the in the main league with the first win coming this week. But with the win also came with former best fantasy player ever of all time, Christian McCaffrey. So it's kind of a mixed bag.
1: Everything's a mixed bag. I, I, I'm 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 gonna go over fantasy already. It's four weeks in and I don't know what I'm doing.
0: I I do have good news for you is NBA starts in less than a month. So fantasy basketball right around the corner.
1: Yeah. Right, well, we're then, definitely going to,
0: then, then it's at least that way. I don't have to focus exclusively on fancy football. I can, kind of, I can spread this out a little bit and hopefully I'm, I'm more successful because whew, I don't know what happened, but it just does not seem to be, uh, I thought I read the articles. I thought I knew what I was doing, but even my, my super secret sleeper, he doesn't even play. It's, it's a mess.
1: I have the feeling that I I drafted a team and I'm very happy with it. I'm still very happy with it, and it's not even that it's performed poorly. I'm just I'm running into monsters every week. This is <laughs> this is unjustified. All right, I, I have like a I have like a reasonably fast car here, and it's like I'm going against the Ferrari every week. Like I need <laughs> just give me a normal <laughs> car here. I, I'm I'm in that range. It's it's as long as nobody else has some super crazy week. I I think I'm doing just fine. Um, uh, but let's let's talk some football. Before we get into some basketball, there's plenty of basketball news between some Kyrie stuff, some Zion, some Ben Simmons. We're gonna to get to all that, but uh, let's just talk football. I'm excited for the Manning versus Manning th- the Manning broadcast or whatever you want to call it. I, I I'm into that. I like that. I've liked it the last couple of weeks. I think this is gonna be fun going forward.
0: Um, did they make? I I've still been watching the the traditional broadcast. Did they make any changes from week one to week two, or is it pretty much what they had on week one? It's like this is working, and like they just kind of had a hit right out of the, right out of the gate.
1: Much much smoother week two, but very much the same execution and similar stuff. They didn't have quite as many, like I think on the first one they had some some bits planned of like all right we're gonna give Peyton a helmet, we're gonna take him off camera here. They had less of that stuff because it did kind of take you out of the game, but I do think they kind of hit a stride of. The interviews with bringing people on, and the if it's a if it's a good quarterback or just someone that they can talk football with, which there's plenty of guys out there that I think would be willing to talk football with both of these Mannings, that I, I think it works. It's nice. It's a different broadcast, though. It's 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 like you're listening to a podcast and watching sports, which is the way I truly enjoy watching sports. I unless the broadcaster is good, I I have the sound off. I don't need to hear it. I'll turn it on at the end of the game, but I don't need to hear it every every down or every whatever. I don't need to, I hate that the broadcasters are constantly telling me stuff. I already know. I felt like in this, I was learning some other stuff. I'm for it all. I think this is all progress. I'm, I'm more of just prepared for who's going to be the first guy to try and copy this. That's going to struggle and fail and be like, yeah, maybe it's not as easy as it looks.
0: I was surprised that, uh, how many like high profile, uh, not just, not just guests of people like they had, uh, Charles Barkley, or people around the sport but like they had current athletes on which i i when when do you really see that i mean even even on podcasts during the year i mean jj reddick has his podcast and so he would do stuff during the during the year before he retired but he, he was definitely not doing it every week and it was just a little more brought back and you know, the guests he brought on so to be able to get gronkowski to be able to get uh, russell whistle was, i was surprised uh, I, I i didn't think they were gonna have those those kind of guests
1: also, they they're they're on they're on ESPN too, so it's it's very much is a PG rating. This is not a. I think it's easier to jump on a podcast that's kind of like a more an adult podcast where you can kind of be free. I mean, this is live television here. They're not everyone's for, trained for live television. I mean, I'm sure these guys are used to playing on live television, but doing this is very different. So I I like that ESPN's kind of accepting that gamble, and so far they really haven't had any problems with that. I wonder if the guest lineup changes a little bit going forward once they get a little bit more out there. Because, you know, someone's going to come in and someone's going to screw this up. And that that's fine. It's, it's it's CSPN2. It's not even the main broadcast. And if you're worried about something like that, that that broadcast is available. I almost wish it was more adult that this was just a full-time, let's just get this on HBO. as I know there's things that they want to be telling us that they're not telling us. And there's probably ways that they would generally have conversations that they're not able to have. I mean, I feel like we talk differently around certain people than others. This, this could be that type of broadcast. I, but it's a step in the right direction either way. I, I'm excited for that. I'm almost <coughs> for that as I was to watch multiple 60-plus-yard field goal attempts this weekend. I don't know which one is crazier. Do you, do you have one you want to start with? Because we're going to talk about both of them. And why – is this like the new fourth down thing where there's some statistical thing that says this is what we're supposed to be doing? Like, why are you kicking – field goals over 66 yards at the end of halves i get if you're going for the win that one's a pass but still 66 yards for the win is a truly truly last last resort of all right well we have no other option it's this or nothing and that i justify no but, no
0: room for error there
1: yeah that's true but the 68 yarder at the end of the half that was then returned for a touchdown because it, it was honestly it was probably only like eight yards short. I think it was 60 yards he gets it no problem it wasn't it wasn't a bad kick it was straight it was on I just don't know why you're doing it. I mean what was your chance of making that? I mean, really what do you think the chances of making a 68yard field goal at the end of the half was? the
0: there's a non-zero chance if you take a knee it's, a, it's a for sure no points. All right, well And I think you'd like uh like, I think you'd like to believe that it's either going to go out of bounds or that you're gonna be able to prevent the guy. You just can't score. You just can't let him go all the way. You can let him get all the way down to to the one. But you would like to think you'd be able to prevent him from doing that. I mean how often how often does that happen? that a field goal attempt gets run, run back.
1: I would put the odds of him running it back above the odds of the kicker making a 68-yard field goal, which is why I was like, this was your choice, and you. I feel like they had the advantage,
0: and they just gave it to him. I, I, I cannot think of many, even attempts to run back a field goal. Of course, you. Uh, you I, at least the, the main one I think of is uh, Auburn beating Alabama. But do you have any that you can think of besides the one that this week? I don't think it happens very
1: often. Well, I I don't think they're ever kicking from sixty eight yards. That's that's ridiculous. This is the only situation. This is why you don't do this. This is like this is the lesson has been burned into everybody. I don't think anyone's going to try this again. I'm always
0: about trying to trying trying to score.
1: Well, it is exciting, I'll tell you that. Rather than
0: being, you know, worried about getting burned by the consequences, which is what happened, but I'd rather coach with confidence in scary.
1: Well, that wasn't the only wild finish of the of the weekend. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you are gonna say he's back. I am gonna deny it, and nothing is ever gonna matter because every week we're gonna be having the same argument, the same debate, wondering is Aaron Rodgers back or is Aaron Rodgers? just gone forever does he have one foot out the door but there are moments where there are certain players just demonstrate significant abilities like he did last night of just man 45 seconds and I think he had like seven seconds to spare at the end of it it was was only 37 seconds yeah sure I felt like
0: 45 seconds in real time (laughs) (laughs) no and and no timeouts I, I thought it was impressive. I mean you didn't have to get the touchdown, it makes it a little easier, you only need the field goal. But with that limited amount of time, you there, there's no room for error. You can't accidentally throw it over the over the middle and get with lay like, out the plan for that to happen. You know, if you throw it to the sideline and it's like you are going to get out of bounds and he doesn't, I mean, you can just easily run out of time. Uh yeah, a penalty, you know, ten second run and run off absolutely sinks you. So I, I, I was impressed. It sure looked like uh, Green Bay was the better team for uh, the majority of the game, and then Garoppolo uh, had had a little bit of magic. And you know, you score under like you said under 45 seconds, you think you're in, in pretty good shape, but left him left him just a little bit too much time. Man, I, Garoppolo competed. I I really
1: I really liked what he was doing on the last drive. There was a lot of momentum. There was good play calling. I feel like he he hit the right guys at the right time. But the most impressive thing with Rogers, like you said, about the no error thing, is there's no hesitation available either. There's no, all right, I, the first guy's not open. I'll look to option two, three, or whatever. It's, all right, he's not open. I need to get rid of it, or we need to do something, because I only have so much time. The impressive part for me was the, the, la- the lack of nervousness. He's not even nervous, and he's making decisions immediately that are just working out so much to his benefit. It's like, maybe you should just play like this the whole game. It's just... <laughs> The precision is unreal with Rogers. It was an amazing execution, and I suppose a well-deserved win. And it, it it really felt like it wasn't going to go this way, and I was going to be able to rag on him for one more week. But you know, this is this is why it's a big deal that a guy of this caliber doesn't want to be there and isn't happy. Like you, you're saying no to this, and this guy doesn't want to be here. Like so, you did something incredibly wrong. Like you, how did you end up in a situation where you have a guy capable of doing that, and you're going to let him go next year? Like, is this a wake up call for someone here, or is this a wake up call for hey, maybe that trade bait just went up a little
0: bit? He's not getting, he's not getting traded. But you, you, you say this and just you talk about Aaron Rodgers, awesome player. They've had like pretty good success. But I mean, we just watched the 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 Jordan documentary last summer, where it's Michael Jordan, uh, way more success, and it was a similar situation of just. Over time, just relationships, it it, it it can wear down. I mean, look at you know, some stuff came out from uh, Brady's trainer that you know, you know, Belichick didn't treat Tom Brady, uh, you know, as an adult. And you know, you can you can listen to what, what what that guy says, but clearly things deteriorated. I think just over time, just some people get along and it can still work, and other people, you know, it's it's a work relationship. It's kind of a forced relationship. For some people, it works, and some people, it, it just it does not.
1: All right. But with the Belichick Brady situation, you at least have some sort of leverage or power on the coaching side right now versus a really also leverage and powerful quarterback. I feel like in Green Bay, you only have a strong leverage guy on the quarterback side. I think you have replaceable assets on everything else versus like, there's no Belichick in that office over there. I think anybody can go. Anybody can make Aaron Rodgers happy. Why not just just let him be happy?
0: I just, I don't know if it's that simple. I, Clearly I, it's not, or they would just do that. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it they screwed up by the getting
1: to this point though. Like there, I think there was multiple options that they just chose not to do. And now they're going to just suffer the consequences of it. But I, for right now, I guess, suppose they're getting some benefit out of it and, and who knows in a couple weeks, maybe, maybe there's some more Rodgers games like this. And I, and I have to shut up about this whole thing. I mean, it's not like the division. Anyone's running away with it. Right. Minnesota. I thought cousins has looked really good the last couple weeks. They're a very strange team. I think they have a very capable offense. I don't know what the defense is, but I mean, you look at the disaster in Chicago and and the struggles that are constantly happening in Detroit. Even if Roger struggles throughout this year, I I'd, I'd like to think they're going to be able to tough it out and at least win this division. Uh, but you know, we get the extra game this year. That c- that could be, that could go either way for anybody, I suppose. let's see uh, other uh, other NFL news kind of around the world you mentioned actually let's just talk about the Brady New England thing so Brady's coming Brady's coming home this this week and not only is he coming home back to New England for potentially the last time i mean i, I don't know if i want to for sure say that but i i think that's that's like within the realm of likelihood like this is the last game he plays in Gillette
0: Uh, I I don't think that's unreasonable to say even if he plays like another four years after this just because he's in the NFC now and we're in the AFC so it would have to cross over and it would have to be not just us playing them but playing at Gillette so yeah I don't think that's a that's a crazy statement so
1: I'm more just saying it because this this is this is gonna be a big deal and I know this is gonna be the bunch of Patriot Homer talk and nobody's gonna be super thrilled about that but you know this is more take out the team of all this this is a guy that's won Multiple Super Bowls. I, I've already lost count. How many Super Bowls is that? Is it, is it six? Yeah, that's more than all the other franchises. Yes. All right. Yeah, a lot of them. He's he's done a lot of good things for us. So if you take out the team thing, I know he's not your team. He's our team. But it's, it's just an incredibly successful player coming back who's also going to probably break in another incredible record with the passing yards. They're going to stop the game. They're going to make a big deal about it. And my advice to all other Patriot fans, whether we're bitter or not like me, is we need to enjoy this moment because we've had a lot of good success. This is probably the last time he's ever going to play in Gillette. We're probably going to get crushed in this game. I, I, w- I hope there's a competitive attitude of being like, there's no way this guy's going to walk back in and win. But on the other hand, that guy's walked in and won in a lot of different places, and this is what he's probably won more than any other. Is this going to feel like a road game or a home game for Brady?
0: <laughs> I think it said something like he is won it was like 110 games at – at Gillette, between the uh, the regular season and the playoffs, Patriots are the only team in the NFL that he hasn't beaten, and both teams are coming off a loss. But it, it sure seems like uh, Brady's going to be a little more a little more ready, a little more fired up than uh, I think what we're going to be able to, uh, to to muster.
1: Well, I hope we're ready and fired up. This is this is a chance. This could be. <laughs> Like this is this is the one I thought Mac Jones was going to get his start at halftime of this game. We're we're in some ways ahead of schedule. We're just we're right in the thick of the growing pains. I wish this game was like week eight, just so like there'd be like I, this struggle. Like Tom is about to just stomp on Mac Jones essentially. I don't. I think Mac's going to have a really hard time looking good this game when when Tom I think is going to be flawless and just demonstrating a whole bunch of weapons. He didn't have Antonio Brown last week. They're coming in after a loss. I, I'm I'm worried as a Patriot fan that we're gonna see the Tom Brady we never want to see on the opponent sideline here. This, this is gonna be a scary game for us. I'm I'm worried. I'm worried it's the start of a really long season is just gonna continue.
0: It, it it did not look great at home against the Saints and i'm thinking the buccaneers are a little bit better and it's not just uh brady going back gronk's gonna be there too it's definitely gonna be a be a weird game it is an expensive ticket to get in the door
1: uh did did uh did you hear about the mgm deal that they were doing at the there's a restaurant or bar or something at mgm uh what was it they they were uh they were doing a raffle and I guess every time you got, it was either a beer or a bucket of beers, or maybe it was a beer tower. Every time you purchased like one of those, you a, a ticket was submitted for you to to chance to get two tickets to to this game on Sunday. So a lot of a lot of incentive to uh, drink a lot of beer. I, I don't know if you can get on board with that, but you know, if you drink enough beer, you get to go to the game on Sunday.
0: I uh, I, I like that. I like the way of doing that raffle because that way you're. <laughs> You you were already gonna buy the beer anyway, and
1: you get a uh, raffle ticket. I I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, it is late September, which means October is coming up around the corner. Which we'll talk about some of my plans coming up the around the weekend here. But that means basketball is here. You mentioned it earlier. I'm excited for basketball. I'm less excited for all the basketball stories that we were gonna talk about right now. I mean, which one of these is fun? The the Ben Simmons isn't showing up for training camp. We got to talk about that saga that goes on. Kyrie Irving is once again being difficult and in, in the attention and doesn't really care or m- mind that he's being difficult. I, I swear he doesn't notice this at all. Like I, he's really this oblivious to being like I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I mean, why? Meanwhile, everyone else is like, Yeah, we're just <laughs> we're just doing this and you're doing that. Like how can you not see this? And then the. the- breaking news of, of today's afternoon was the, the Zion, who, who's not only not healthy, he's not in shape, he's allegedly going to be back in time, but I, why don't we start there with that? Like, what What's going on? Is Zion ever actually going to be healthy? Do we need to worry about this? Is this weird that they're kind of being super casual about it or extra secretive? Why, I don't know why we're keeping secrets like that. Like, This seems like something that shouldn't have been able to be kept a secret, and yet it seems like it was. What are we doing with Zion? I'm
0: definitely, I'm definitely concerned. But to uh, to to back it up, today was media day, which kind of is the official opening of training camp, and it's it, it's a it's a fun, weird time because it's. I was trying to think what what it's similar to. It's kind of like the first day of school, where you're seeing all these guys. They're in their new uniforms, but that's kind of part of it too. Is they're in their uniforms, but it's not a game because they're doing a bunch of the yeah. photo shoots. The, you know, the They're doing the things that will be on the Jumbotron during the year. Uh, I'm sure they're doing the uh, the, the, the trivia. They're having the, the, the interviews. And most of the time, there's really nothing new. And it's all a lot of bluster and a lot of coach speak. I saw multiple things about, uh, especially down in Miami, about guys coming in. 10 pounds of muscle more, 15 pounds of muscle more, that uh, Bam, you know, he wants to be a shooter. That's what he's been focused on. All the best shape of their life here and there. So when the Zion news came out, that, to me, is legitimate news. Like, this is new. and I'm trying to figure out, how did they keep this hidden for so long? They said it happened uh, around Summer League. Summer League was in July, so over two months ago. I'm thinking if he broke his foot, even if it wasn't real bad, I'm thinking he's at least limping. He is in a boot. Just something, just his normal, like, around town. How is it not noticed?
1: Well, that's that's, that's that's like two different stories here. There's the story of how we didn't find out about the story, and then there's the story of what we're going to do now. And I'm much more worried about what we're going to do now because this feels, again, like a season where Zion's not going to come in shape. He's going to have a minute restriction. They might not even let him play until Christmas. I mean, they say he's going to be ready. If he's going to be ready for opening day, I don't understand why the story had to leak at all. Like, why, why couldn't he just be... Yeah, any anything's wrong with Zion again. It could be his back, his knee, his toe. There's a million reasons to say Zion's not 100%. We're going to arrest him. I feel like they found all those reasons last year. This is an actual reason, and they didn't tell anybody, and I feel like there was no reason to tell anyone. If he was going to be ready for day one, let just let him come back day one. Let's just see what happens. I think... The reason we're coming out with this, he's not going to be ready on day one. I I don't think he's going to play because day one's today. Yeah, he's not going to be ready. And this is going to yeah, be a, a it's, super. It's a concern. Here. He's
0: a he's he, he's a big guy. He relies on being uh, being explosive, and you you have to jump with your feet. I don't know if you know this, Will, but that's how it works. And if your foot hurts, you're not going to be able to jump as high. And I agree. There was talk about his conditioning in the, in the past. I think it was a, you know, a little bit overblown. But it just, just in general, you, you got to be in shape for the season. And if you can't run and do conditioning type things, it, it makes it more difficult. So rather than coming into the season fresh, you know, relaxed, you're all ready to go, it's this is going to be doing and going to have to continue to do all this extra stuff. And I think it's just going to be – it's going to be real difficult for him to just kind of hit the ground running, unfortunately. And it's just another injury that he's had, and it's just becoming, you know, over and over again. It's is frustrating.
1: They're they're wasting a wrong. This is this is the wrong era of time to be wasting right now. This this team's. I'm not saying they're ready to go, but these Zion years, we we, you need to have them now while the contract situation is what it is. I mean, I'm sure – is he already getting a max? Is he super max already? He's not, right? I don't think he's gotten that yet.
0: No, no. This is this is only his third year. Yeah.
1: All right. So you essentially have him at a bargain right now is what I'm saying. And you could actually build and pay other guys around him while you can actually afford that. It's just a shame you're doing it. It was it's, – it's really brutal to watch. Do you remember the minute restriction he was on last year where he would be playing awesome in the fourth quarter and they would take him out with the last two minutes because that was it?
0: Exactly. I think that was the year before. I think last year they they had gone away from that if not mistaken. Wow. cuz definitely his debut he he was he was cooking and they they forced him out. But I, I, I think, think last ba- year was a little better.
1: We're we're back there. How are we not back there?
0: And I think that's the- I I I, th- I, th- I think that's what they're going to do.
1: Yeah, and that's that's going to stink. That's going to ruin this entire season. I don't know. Maybe maybe this guy'll never be healthy. It's, it's kind of where I'm starting to lean towards right now. I mean, they don't even. Yeah, say i well, he can get it
0: together because when, when he's healthy, he's playing. he is absolutely electric.
1: Would you trade him for Ben Simmons? No, goodness, no. No, Ben. Ben's gonna play. I mean, he's not gonna play for the Sixers, but he's he's gonna play. He'll be healthy. I I really have no, no. other updates <laughs> to, to say anything about. It. I think they're just gonna move on without him, and I think the Sixers are gonna be fine. I think they're just going to wait for some piece to grow value uh, that they, they think will be a fair deal for Simmons. They're just going to throw him to someone later. There's no rush to trade him. I mean, I I would love for them to get another asset, but that asset, it's not out there right now. I don't know when it's going to be out there, and I don't know what the point of taking picks back for. I, I think you just you tell Ben to go home and, and, and just hang out, you know, maybe, maybe stay in shape for, for his new team because I don't think he's ever going to play for the Sixers again. And I think the Sixers. That, that, that,
0: that was his words. He said he is done. He will not play another game for the Sixers. That's not like that. That's not uh, us kind of coming up with that. That is his words.
1: I. And I think the Sixers are are gonna be all right with it. I, he has no leverage, which is the crazy part about this. He's gonna be sitting at home wondering, like, oh man, I, I really showed them. And the Sixers are gonna be winning games. They they'll be fine. They 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 might even be better without Simmons there because they can play. They could play a different style that, that just benefits to Embiid a little bit more. I, I I think Simmons could still be helpful to that style. He's just not the right type of player to be playing in that style. So there's you just got to find someone else out there. I don't think it's going to happen before the regular season. It would have happened by now if it was going to. And and I don't think uh, Daryl Morey is really going to risk losing. If he's going to lose out in this trade, he's he, there's no point in losing at it now. Let's just wait it out. Maybe it gets better because I don't think it's going to get any worse.
0: Maury, media day, so a lot, a lot of news coming out. So Maury came out and said he's still optimistic that they're going to be able to get a deal together. Or actually, no, it's not a deal, but they're going to come to like a resolution that Simmons is going to is going to play. But I, it seems like both sides are saying what's best for their situation, which which makes sense. Where Ben saying I am done, I want out of here, trade me, and Maury is trying to keep as much trade value as possible, so saying. Yeah, I think we're gonna figure it out. So other teams are gonna go, oh, okay, all right, we're gonna throw in like another first-round pick, or we're gonna have to throw in something a little sweeter. So it doesn't make any sense for him to say, like, yep, this is a terrible relationship. We're screwed.
1: I think they're just gonna have to wait until some team's starting point guard gets injured, or or it's just not working. I mean, maybe a team that I think has a point guard right now, and it, that doesn't work out.
0: I I don't know. Which team that is?
1: Because there isn't a team I, in the league I, right I now. Hear, that needs I him. hear
0: what you're saying, but it seems like you're really, you know, tying like one hand behind your back, just not using thirty plus million of your of your cap space. And have Have we seen this before, where a, a player of this sort of caliber demands a trade, and it doesn't end up happening? I think it, I think the team has always folded. Has there been any case where that hasn't been hasn't hasn't been the case?
1: No, but I don't think there's ever been such a special, unique player like Simmons where his trade value isn't necessarily reflective of what he's worth. It, it's it's a fit thing. It's it's a, it's a weird puzzle piece. It doesn't work everywhere. But there is value there. If it fits, it, it's worth what they're paying him. And I think that makes him just that much harder to trade in why we're going to end up down the road that we never end up. It's because he's just that odd of a puzzle piece, man. I, I think that's all it is. Like, we, generally, you could trade anyone to any other team because I think they could fit in most systems. This guy doesn't. So you're limited on that. And and if they were limited in, in the past, then that's how we would get to the holdout. But we never get to
0: the holdout because no other player has ever been this limited. The, the other wrinkle in this is he's under contract for four more years. Yeah, the NBA so needs to this do isn't, something. This isn't a, okay, you know, you, you, you wait. Half of this year, and at the trade deadline, okay, now it's only a uh, you know a half a year. It's I don't know. There are four full seasons of this left. So I I I I hear what you're saying, and would think you you might want to go that route. But just think, th- this doesn't resolve itself in a year. If he doesn't play this year, like what changes for the following year?
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, do you think if he sat out long enough, he would just say, "All right, guys, I'll, I'll I'll shoot the damn ball. I'll come back. Like I'll yeah, I'll do it." Like is that that's never gonna happen? He's never gonna walk into the gym and be like, "Oh, I, I I know I was being real difficult about this, but I I, I overcame it. I'm I'm good now.
0: I I, I can do this." That's why I, I think it's just the, the only logical course is that he gets traded. Now, what that is for, I think there's there's a wide range, but that's just I think it's just gonna it's gonna have to happen.
1: Well, I think we agree he's not gonna play for the Sixers again. I I think that's
0: over. I, I can't imagine so he was pretty strong with his words there.
1: But I don't think he's gonna play for any team until next year. Like I think he sits out till 2022. You think he sits out a whole
0: year? So no. No, no, I mean like like October.
1: Like from the start of the season to the to January. I think in January he'll be on a team
0: that long. I'd be surprised if it if there's not something
1: that doesn't happen in the next month. Man, I, just, I just don't know where they're going to find it. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to fix that. I don't know how they're going to fix this whole COVID protocol thing. They're doing everything right. And I understand it's your right and your choice to, to, to decide how you feel about vaccinations and the requirements of them. But we have rules. I agree with the rules. I think the rules are just trying to keep people safe. If you disagree with them, there, are, there's actual competitive disadvantages that we're gonna come across already. the The Canada border is one that was I hadn't really thought about, but it, it's it was predictable. Of course, this is gonna be an issue. You you have to be vaccinated to go in and out of the country, and I think you should. I, I think they're doing what's best for their country, and that's probably what's best for ours. is is to keep mandates like that and have these sort of requirements and the like Kyrie Irving and a lot of other players who are up in the air and they're entitled to their privacy and I agree we shouldn't be meddling and asking them every day about all of it but it's it's really more of a team concerning thing that you're not going to be able to play in certain areas and that that that's that's a that's a problem with the team that should be a problem like you're not helping us win now
0: because of this what i saw today and i don't quite get it is if you so it's for New York and in uh, San Francisco. Those are the two areas that, and maybe it's LA at this point. It's for sure the Warriors and the Knicks and the Nets. that this was, has been the main concern for is that if you live there, you have to show you're vaccinated to go to work. I don't know why players coming in, that's not the case for, but that's what I heard today. So the ones that, that have been the, the 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 biggest sticking points for this have been uh, Kyrie Irving and Andrew Wiggins, and then I also saw it's to like a lesser degree is Bradley Beal. If it's the case that he would be able, and it's like I, I don't get it, he would be able to come from D.C. to play at the Barclays Center, but Kyrie wouldn't be able to. So I don't know how that's gonna get gonna get hashed out. We were talking a little bit uh, earlier today. I was wondering, is this just Kyrie playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers of, I don't want to do media day in person. I don't really want to do preseason at all. Yeah, I'm not vaccinated now, but when it gets closer, he's going to get this situated. And there's like, It's not like he's not going to play all the home games, right?
1: Well, you bring up a good point. I, I think in the conversation we had earlier, I did mention, the more Kyrie outbursts we get, the less they seem to matter. And we're, I'm starting to care less and less and less. And the interest in them, I feel like, faded out last year. So much to the point, but I think by the end of this year, we're never going to care about any of these Kyrie Irving stories anymore. I, I just think it's going to be that's Kyrie being Kyrie. Who knows what what's ever going on in that head of his. He's he's just venting or he's just saying things out loud. It may not have any relevancy to anything. He's a really good basketball player and and – as long as he's playing basketball, I think there will always be something to pay attention to for for that aspect. But all this stuff, I, I think we're all just reading into it. He's an easy headline to chase. I, I think you could always find he's always going to say something that, that's worth reporting. And I'm just starting to care so little. I, I it's the more I hear it, the less I care. And I, I think that'll hopefully be a good thing to the point where by next year in the podcast, we'll never have a story like this again. Where it's like, oh, Kyrie being difficult again. Here we go.
0: And we just mentioned uh, the the spots. It's New York City where he plays. Also in the, that division is the Knicks, because in the same city, and the Raptors. So if, if it continues how it seems like it is right now, he wouldn't be able to play in any of those games. Like that's the majority of the games. So then I'm wondering, well, is this just load management to the max?
1: Well, he's so, also scared to play in Boston. You forgot to say that.
0: I was a big fan of saying that, but he <laughs> he he stomped us pretty good last year. So he literally stomped us. Oh. We we might might have to dial that one back because on that. that was that was real fun for a while. But uh, yeah, he, he and his buddies came up and <laughs> yeah, they smacked us around. Uh, well, since you mentioned the Celtics, they had their media day and new head coach. He uh, had a breakthrough case of COVID a uh, couple a couple weeks ago so he did the media day uh zoom version but they said he's going to be in in practice tomorrow he'd been quarantining for for 10 days which i guess is the uh was was whatever the rule was so he should he should be in tomorrow but found out also that the uh the Celtics are not 100% vaccinated so they may be running into similar issues uh, i believe it was uh was it I sent you, I sent you the, uh, yeah. the the link.
1: I think it was Dennis Schroeder was is not vaccinated.
0: I thought it was um, the other new guy.
1: Oh, maybe it, it was. could it could be both. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I, I, yeah,
0: I thought I, th- I thought it was Richardson.
1: Oh, it is Richardson. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it was Richardson. I think Schroeder might say yeah. he's vaccinated too, though. I don't know. He, yeah, uh...
0: it's it's so weird because some places just pretty much straight up ask the guys, "Are you vaccinated?" And other ones volunteered the information saying. You know, Giannis definitely came right out and said, no, I got vaccinated. I thought that was the best thing for my family, and it's just going to be interesting with different cities having different rules and how that gets gets situated."
1: I just want it to be over,
0: and I, I don't know. I don't even know what to do anymore about it. I, I just cases are cases are heading down we we kind of had a, you know, the, 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 the bump up and now, now it's on a, on a decline. So hopefully that continues to where we were, uh, you know, in the, in the spring.
1: I just wish there was something I could say or do that would actually get us out of these sort of situations. Like there's nothing I, when somebody makes up their mind like this, I don't, I truly don't think there's anything we can do to change their mind at this point. Like if you're not vaccinated by now, like why am I wasting my time trying to do this? Like what if, what am I going to say that you haven't heard already? What am I going to show you that you haven't already seen? You you're just fine yeah, You like, you get
0: you get you get dug in. I agree and it just as people more people try to convince you, you just get more and more dug in and and then you're just even past the it, it's no longer what the issue is. It's just well if I if I you know, give up my ground now. What has this all been for? And yeah, I definitely, I, I've, I've definitely been in situations. I've been trying to be better about that. Of when you realize you're wrong, just admitting it and you know, move, moving past it. But you, I, I, have definitely been in those situations. You, you know what, no, though, no one likes to be wrong.
1: You know what, but in those in those situations, I, I feel like you could have justified passion for certain things. This just seems like a really weird thing to suddenly be so super passionate about, especially when you know. Let's not lie. We're not a healthy country. You know, you, you, I don't know what health risks you're taking every day. All right, you probably smoke, you probably drink, you probably eat fast food, you probably do all these other unhealthy lifestyle choices, and and to, and to think that this is also an unhealthy lifestyle choice, and that those things are somehow okay, it just seems so backwards to me of, of some of the the sides that, that they've just chosen to be on. It's this isn't a sides thing for one. This is like a, a social, like health concern. <laughs> this is you know, this isn't like apples and oranges. It's it's just this seems like this is better off for everyone. Why why are we fighting over it? I it's it's never gonna make any sense to me. It's constantly around in all of the news and all of the sports going forward, as well as just every day to day constantly worried about like, oh, was somebody exposed and, and all of that. I just I just want it to all be over and Hearing stories like that, where there's players who are iffy on all of this, and they might not be able to play in certain games, it's like, why are you just retire? Like, if you're not willing to, if you're not willing to do this, like, just just retire. This is something I'm not,
0: that I'm not willing to 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 go go that far because I, I I haven't heard. I know uh, Wiggins tried to get a religious religious exemption, so I want to hear what their uh, what their reasoning is for it before I just lump them all together because i'm sure all their their reasons are 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 different but i would have thought that it would have been kind of that team situation that would have you were saying what could change your mind now and that could be the hey i'm i was kind of on the fence about the vaccine but for us to be successful this year this is something i have to do and i'm willing to do anything to get us a championship and if that means getting the vaccine that's what I'm going to do. And just kind of that sort of mindset of I'm willing to wake up at four in the morning and put up this many shots. And like, it's just an extension of that. Of I want this team to be successful.
1: Yeah, I, I you know what? When Kyrie gets vaccinated in 10 days, he's going to tell us some long story of how somebody sat him down and, and really explained it to him. And he was like, nobody had really done that before. And he was like, no, 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 we we have. You just chose not to listen. And then and now you were like, oh, it all makes sense. I guarantee we're going to hear that story. And he'll come up with some reason that someone has already told everybody a million times, as as if he's now some some informational resource of like get vaccinated. Like I, I guarantee he'll flip the script on that, like like two weeks from now. That that's my prediction, and that's why it's even more frustrating about the story like this of of just Kyrie being difficult.
0: <laughs> I think he's the the most most high profile for for sure. All right. I'm, I'm not sure why I think the, the Beal news came out later, but I wonder if as this goes forward, if he will kind of get as much of the heat that, that Kyrie is getting.
1: All right, We got about 15 minutes left here. I got two stories I want to get to. I want to talk some Norm McDonald stuff. And then I want to talk about some of my exciting weekend plans here. You want to start with the fun or the less fun? <laughs> I suppose Norm can uh, still be fun. It's just sad. Yeah. Let's, th-
0: let's, let's, yeah, let's go with Norm. Cause, uh, you know, we we missed we missed last week's and it's unfortunate that we had to do two of these uh so so close together but i think it's 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 important uh
1: i i love norm mcdonald i just watched dirty work the other day but i i would say if you're unfamiliar with norm mcdonald you have to watch some of his snl stuff i would definitely watch a lot of his roasts there's tons of stuff of him on youtube on being late night hosts, and it, there's there's just a lot of good content out there i'm constantly impressed by the way Norm is able to be patient for jokes and drag them on and 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 really just make it make the punchline so worth it. There's an ambition in that patience of of just this. You're literally just drowning until the punchline comes. And his comfort level of of doing that. I've never seen anyone else be able to pull it off quite like Norm. Uh, of like I I can't even tell if this guy's telling a good joke right now. And then suddenly at the end of the joke, it's like wow, that was amazing. Like I, we went through all that for this, and it was totally worth it. But no one else could have just toughed it out that long th- through, through through that long of a story. Um, yeah, I'm always gonna be a Norm fan. I, I, he's he's definitely one of the greats, and that's it's too bad. I mean, I know he's super sick, so I suppose it's uh, it, it it didn't necessarily come out of nowhere. It's just you're never really ready for shit like that. You know, it just happens.
0: Uh, it's uh you know saying earlier the uh it was like how did we not know that zion had a, had a broken foot it's like how did we not know that norm was was dealing with this for so long just we're in this era of everybody knows everything about everybody and whether it's on purpose of you want them to know or if it gets gets leaked i mean it just seems so simple that you know he's, he's at the doctor he walks out of the doctor's office and somebody sees him and, you know he's able to put two and two together and it, it, you know he he didn't want it to get out there, but it just does. And probably all of the things he put in place to make sure that it didn't get out there. And yeah, just kind of it's just always always a shock that's like oh he was dealing with this for for so long. And yeah, really really unfortunate.
1: I do think there is some sort of pride in the I guess the successfulness of nobody knowing about it. Like that's how that's how he wanted it. And I guess I'm happy for him in the fact that he got what he wanted and that this wasn't a huge drag on event. Nobody got to see him essentially look, you know, a little, little rough. I mean, you're, you're going through some cancer stuff. It's, it's it's not going to look great. You know, it's hard to be happy about that. It's hard to be funny about all that. And I'm sure it's also just hard to be a comedian in general, let alone the, somebody with the, the presence of Norm McDonald, where you constantly have to live up to this thing. Uh, It's, it's sad. I, I'm I'm going to miss him. I would recommend all the content on YouTube, though. I'm, I'm telling you, if you're looking for a good laugh, that's 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 definitely something I'll I'll be doing more often, and I I already have been doing. Uh, but all right, uh, let's get to the exciting. I, I I got some plans this weekend beyond just turning older into like a whole new generation of life. Here, I I'm I'm jumping out of a plane Sunday. I, I'm going skydiving. It's it's happening. It's booked. I got the plans to drive out. I'm hoping for good weather. Weather looks good as of right now. We gotta wait a couple more days where I will, you know, entirely confirm that. But you've done this before. There's a story within this that should we just, should I just tell the story of the last time when you I went think, skydiving? I, th- I think you should. All right. There may be different versions of this story, but this is the truth. <laughs> I was graduating <laughs> college, so I pretty much uh, I'm 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 like. I don't know, maybe a week or so within graduation. Like it might've even been graduation week. So my schedule's pretty much open. All right. Classes are essentially done. Finals are done. Like everything's submitted. We're, we're just waiting for, you know, the actual graduation to happen. So I got time. Now, uh, a mutual friend of ours uh, messaged me. He was like, Hey, I, I know you got some time this week. Do you think you'd come help me pick up a TV on Craigslist? You know, it's a big TV and I'll, I'll need a hand. I can't carry it alone. Like all right, yeah, I got nothing to do. Let's—I'll I'll go for a road trip. This—this this sounds fun, you know. I'll, I'd do that for you. So, me being a good friend here, meet him up, no problem. We get up in the morning. We're—we're we're driving, we're driving, and we're still driving. I'm like, hey, where's—where's where this TV? Where are we go? He's like, it's a little bit farther. It's—it's it's, it's up here. It's, it was a good deal, you know. I—I figure we could get a get out for a little bit, you know. I—I I hadn't seen him a whole lot. I'd been in college for a while too, so like this was this is fun, you know. We'll—we'll we'll hang out. Next thing I know, we're pulling into, like, an airstrip over here, and apparently we're at a skydiving, like, resort or whatever you call them. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on, and my good friend here has purchased a skydiving ticket for me without telling me at all, and this is, this is one of the greatest tricks that's ever happened to me, and I have truly never recovered, because I didn't even want to get out of the car I was so freaked out. I was literally locked in the car for a little bit there while you guys tried to get me out to just even... Talked to me about going. Had no interest in going. Terrified of heights. I don't like being higher than the height I am. And it's not very tall, all right? That's that's <laughs> that's already too much. But since this story has happened, this was years ago now. I, I don't want to date myself too, too much now. But now I've realized that if I ever do want to do this, it has to be now. Because I'm never going to want to do it again. Th- th- there's a feeling in me that I have to overcome this. And I, I think that feeling is only going to last until this weekend and that feeling will never come back ever again now do you have any details you'd like to add or or did i do a decent enough job to uh kind of explain why i'm doing this
0: i just want i just want to paint myself and alex in in a little bit better better light uh you had mentioned possibly wanting to go skydiving and we weren't sure if like if, if if money might have been an issue you were like kind of just getting out of school and so we like agreed like hey we'll do this as you're like your graduation presently like money's not a thing so it's like you just don't want to go skydiving and you you kind of said like no no i i don't want to go i don't want to go skydiving so you said okay and then later on or right around the same time you told me that there was no way that we could ever trick you into going skydiving and you were very adamant about because I'm, I'm a pretty nice guy, so I was like, "Hey, you don't want to go skydiving? Cool. That's something that I want to do." No, you don't like heights, but it was just the way that you had said that you're way smarter than me, and there was no way I could ever trick you. And you know, you, you, you forced my hand. Wow. And you know, it's such the, a the leverage own-
1: of friendship, though. Like, here I am. I, I could be doing a million other things. I just I'm about to graduate college. You know, I am 21. I can go to a bar. I can go out to hang out with friends, see see people I'm never going to see again. And instead, I said, "You know what? My buddy needs help carrying a TV. I'm there. No questions asked. You tell me what time. I showed up, and, and this this was this is just how awesome a friendship it all is. You guys, instead, take me on this elaborate prank that is now one of my favorite <laughs> stories. And I, you know what? I will say I had a good day beyond beyond the the stresses of potentially jumping out of a plane. I I, I did have a good day, and I think you guys had a good day. It didn't go the way I think any of us had planned." But now it's going to come full circle where the story will wrap up. And and hopefully hopefully it'll get a little bow on it right now where, where this this weekend goes well. I, I am just as scared as, as I was before. And this is nerve-wracking even just to talk about. But like I said, there's not going to be another point in my life where I think I'm going to be willing to do this. I feel partially willing to do it at a 5% increase than normal. And that that's going to be the most it's ever going to be. So I'm, I'm jumping out
0: of a plane. It's gonna be fun. What is what's the percent chance that this is gonna happen?
1: One hundred, guaranteed.
0: Lock 100. it in. 100. You know, lock it in. All right, so that doesn't leave you a lot of wiggle room. I figure you at least put it like at like ninety nine because if you wake up on Sunday and you start so, driving or just something, it's just like oh, you know what? This this is a bad idea. Has, has the has the ticket been purchased? Is it non refundable? What, what are we talking?
1: About? Deposits down. It's non refundable. It's it's so we've, okay. we've we've lost we've lost out on that at least. It, but the only uh. The weather, I mean, even the day you guys went, you know, it's very much like, hey, there's a couple wind gusts going on right now. We're going to wait. Yeah, I'm I'm not factoring that in. So like that's
0: pretty good about rescheduling you.
1: You know, so we we have a we have a noon time. So we get there at noon. You do the whatever class, you know, say that's a half hour and then maybe a half hour to kind of get your stuff together and then up in the air. I don't think that happens uh, super immediate either. So we're we have the whole afternoon. And assuming weather's all right and in our favor, we should be able to pull this off. Uh, any any advice? Uh, any Anything I should... Like, what would you wear? Like, what would you want to wear if you could do it again?
0: Uh, it, it, it's funny that you asked that. The first time I went, they gave me a jumpsuit. So I just wore the jumpsuit, so it didn't really matter what I was wearing. Uh, second time, I, I just wore a long-sleeve shirt. You're probably... I don't know if they'll let you wear a hoodie, just with the hood flapping around, but thinking with it being October probably a little, little little chillier when i went it was kind of like just the beginning of uh, a summer i know alex uh, is very proud that he went in his uh his his kentucky jersey so maybe you just want to go in something that uh you know that you really like are you doing the uh the like the video photography package i'm
1: i'm not going to do it i looked into it and it feels like for your 30th that that would be like a worthy one time extra fee you would do but the more videos i watched and the more pictures I saw of people doing it, and yes, they looked awesome, but they are not very attractive-looking angles, no. or, or you know, that's I, not my best. That's not my best side. It's not my best face.
0: Yeah. And I I, I, didn't I just want to. Uh, like, who am I sharing I this with? That that know like, if you had already, if you, I do want to tell you know if you had already purchased it. But yeah, I think I think that's a good decision. Save some money. You definitely want to get a picture uh, before. I'm pretty sure, like as you're kind of getting ready, you know, you'll have like a, like, like a harness on you know, or, or something of just, you know, with the plane in the background, like a picture there, that'll be perfect of like, this is my skydiving day. And you're going to remember it. Uh, something uh, when you're going, when you're going up, take advantage of, uh, you know, looking out, you're probably going to be like in a tiny little, little little prop plane. And so you're just able to see out much better than you are in a, uh, you know, a traditional plane when you're, when, when you're traveling and just cool to be able to see, just kind of the whole. If you if you think about it, you could take advantage of like, oh, this is like a scenic tour, and that might help you forget that you're going to jump out of it. A little while. But it is it is a little bit of a, of a plane ride. It's not just yeah. You don't just kind of like rocket shit up, rocket ship up, and you're there. It's you know you're probably going on at least like a half an hour uh, plane ride.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh, that's fine. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about that part. I am excited that you know the foliage is coming around. The leaves are turning a little bit. By this weekend, we, we may have. We may have one of the nicer views you could ever have in the in the, we'll say the New England area. It's it's, it's gonna be should be really nice. Should be a nice drive there, and it should be a nice uh, view from up high. It's uh,
0: it's it, it's fast, man. It goes by really quickly. I mean that drop. It's like thirty seconds to you know to to a minute, and then you know it, you're up there way longer with the parachute than on the drop. And then even once you have the parachute, it's like the the whole lead up. Like you're gonna be like all like anxious and nervous and it, it's gonna it's gonna be over so quick. You're gonna be back watching football before
1: you know it. I'm so scared about the parachute part. The falling will be scary, but it'll be exciting. The we're gonna slowly swing back and forth while you stare straight down. Yeah, that that worries me a little bit more. Of of the more controlled. It's like let's just let's speed this up. Like give me to the ground a little bit quicker. All
0: right, let's. <laughs> Well, that's just cool is because you're attached to uh, to somebody so you can communicate to them them ahead of time. I'm sure you are not the first person that's going skydiving that isn't 100 percent. Yo, I want to do this. This is super exciting. Let's do all those things. Are going up saying, hey, I am going to do this, but I am not so keen on this. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be doing a bunch of twirls up in the air. It's OK. We did the drop. OK, let's I not, I may... not too much spinning.
1: Let's let's get down to the ground as quick as we can. I might rather the the twirls and all that though. I just I don't want to be like the top of the Ferris wheel where they stopped it and it's like, all right, cool, just enough time for me to look out and go down here. Like keep me keep me active and distracted doing something else here. This just you know, if if it's suddenly I thought we we're gonna go left and we're going right and I'm looking all over the place, that that might even be better. I'd rather be worried about that than than just. That might,
0: yeah, that would be something cool. You could mention that to them ahead of time because, like I said, you're kind of attached to them. So they could take over like at any point but might be helpful if you are in control and saying like, Hey, I want to go to the left. You pull down with the left. You are kind of turning left and right. And like you said, it's distracting you. Like I'm in charge of this. I am in control and not, Oh, I'm just way up in the air. Like you said, like on the Ferris wheel, like you are not in control at all. Well, it's happening.
1: I, I'm excited for it. I don't know. Maybe I'll wear a podcast shirt. I don't know. It will do something like that. Uh, We'll get some pictures. I might set up my camera at base and just capture the landing. Uh, that would be cool. So that that was my plan. I, everyone keeps asking me, like, are you going to bring the camera with you? And it's like, I don't. one, you're not allowed to do that. And two, yeah, it, you it would, is. You would drop it for sure. No, not even that. It's it's dangerous even to do the helmet strap stuff. I saw some stuff online. Yeah, don't go look this stuff up. This is not how you still going skydiving. It's like some guy's GoPro got caught on with one of the strings, and I'm watching him falling trying to, like, undo it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah,
0: that was that was a terrible idea. You should watch videos beforehand.
1: Yeah. Well, I wanted to see how they look because I really was contemplating. It was like, I'm gonna do this once. Do I want the video? And I watched all the videos. I was like, I don't want the video. This like, it's cool. It's evidence. Like, it's cool to say I did this, but it's not something that's like, hey guys, gather around. I want to show you something really fun. Yeah. It, it doesn't look that cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Definitely dress warm.
1: All right. Well, we'll have more updates on that next week. Like I said, that's happening on Sunday. We're going to do the podcast next Monday. Hopefully uh, my adrenaline will drop down by then. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll have some stories. I'm, I'm sure. Look, it's it's always a story with me. Just the start of the story from the last time. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, well Well, I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to do the podcast again. Sorry about last week. Hopefully we can get back on schedule next week. Uh, anything else you want to tell the people out there?
0: Just want to want to say it's more and more to you than to everybody else, but it, it, it's pretty impressive that you are following up this you know way later after the uh, the initial incident, I'm going to call it, where I think all of us have uh, had our fears, and I think that most of us have no interest in going anywhere near them and just do everything we can to avoid them, and you went the complete opposite way, and I think it's pretty uh courageous of you to say no i'm going i'm meeting this head on so I, uh, I hope that it's not a miserable time for you and that next monday you uh, you do have a story and that it's possible zach
1: i've made a terrible mistake
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 we'll be back <laughs> Column a, a, little column B.